And joining me right now here on the Mark Mosey Show is my good friend Jerry Durney, who does a great job with Florida Tech Athletics and local broadcaster. Jerry, my man, how you doing today? Well, first of all, before we start today's conversation, Mark, uh, two things. I, I want to point out uh, Liverpool beat Chelsea for another, another, another third domestic cup in three seasons. I just want to put that out there. Um, and second, uh, much like in the summer of 2011 uh, when CM Punk didn't have a contract, I never handed over my trivia champion belt. So you have two trivia champions right now. What are we going to do about this? <laughs> That's a good question. All right, so here's what happened. We'll clarify this. So I I came to Jerry first. I said, hey, are you available for this day? And you said, no, because you had to work stuff for Florida Tech, which is fine. I respect that. This is all correct. Yeah, so, and I said, fine. I said, hey, you are still the champ. There's going to be no debate here. You are the reigning champ. So what I did was, hey, we're still going to do an event to kind of, you know, we kicked off Super Bowl weekend. We were there at Club 52. I took on Alan Slaughterzinski. We did it for fun. Tim Walters from the paper, he was the host, and we had a lot of fun that day. But, yes, I will clarify this. You are still the champ. I get no belt, and we would love for you to compete again, Jerry. So it's an open invitation. I hope you know that. So so we have a a triple threat trivia title match? Is that what I'm hearing? (laughs) Should we do it where only former champions can compete? Is that what it should be? You know, I don't hate that. All right, we we will work on this moving forward. I will I will start making phone calls. You are still the champ, and you were telling me off air. I know with Florida Tech right now, and we could start there. It's very crazy with the schedule, so we'll wait till you know the next couple months. So just let us know what your schedule's like, and we'll make that work, Jerry. Right, like anytime, basically after like the first week of May, things things start to get a little easier on, on the old schedule here. Okay. Oh, and by the way, I got a phone call Monday night. This is for all the listeners. So my buddy, my buddy, TJ McMahon, he called me up Monday night. He was angry. I was like, why? What? I was like, is everything okay, TJ? What's going on? He's like, you won't believe it. We're at a trivia night in the Ogaliar district, and that Jerry Durney was there. And he, in the finale, the final round, pulled off the greatest answer ever. And their team won to beat us. He was TJ was angry on the phone. Jerry, what I, happened? I do want to tell TJ he's only half correct here. We still ended up losing by one. Two. What? There was another team there of like, as me and my friend were walking out because there were only two of us. We're walking out and we hear the table that one get called, and there had to be about like fourteen of them. So I'm okay with that. If I lose by one, and it's two on double digits, I'm okay losing that. Um, but I, I did extend the offer to TJ. I said, hey, if you want to join up and make a super team next week, oh. well, listen, we, we can make that happen. Well, I like this, the super team. He said you got some question right about 1980s pop songs. What year did they come out? Yeah. What what was the question? It, it was they looked at the four songs in order, and it was it put named them or put them in the order in which they came out. And it was like. So the correct order was uh, Betty Davis Eyes, Every Breath You Take, Careless Whisper, and Walk Like an Egyptian. And I knew Walk Like an Egyptian only because that was, because you can find this on the internet. There's a thing, it's like, what was the number one song the day you were born? And I know Walk Like an Egyptian was the number one song on the day I was born. So I, so I wow. knew that was last. Wow. And then I just had to, I had to do a little bit of math in my head, but yeah. 
How do you ask me to do math questions, though? I can't do that. You you throw that right in my wheelhouse? No problem. All right. So in in your wheelhouse for Jerry Durney, he can do 1980s when songs came out. Um, Let's let's not be disrespectful. I I can do 70s, 90s, and 2000s, too. Let's just put that out there. (laughs) I have a very wide skill set. That's a great answer. You can do sports. What what are you not like? Can we are we good at history? What else were you doing? The one thing that does eat at me is so we lost by one, and one of the questions we did miss was who was the sitting U.S. president on January first, nineteen hundred, and I was off by one guy. I thought it was Grover Cleveland. It was the guy after him. I was off by like three years. You're still. If I gotten that one right, we'd have been in there. You're still angry. It's Thursday. I love it. I love how competitive you are. It's great. To, 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 to quote your hero, Michael Jordan, well, that's you because you've never won anything. <laughs> so I wish, I wish I had the recording of TJ on the phone talking about you. It was great audio because he was he was angry. Like, how did he get that right? It's just, <laughs> just hitting these jumpers, buddy. Hit these jumpers. Just hit him right in his face. So great. All right, we'll we'll work on this. By the way, speaking of Liverpool, so you beat Chelsea, and then did you guys? What what was the? Was it yesterday? What was the other thing you guys were just uh, competing in? Well, we had we had an FA Cup game yesterday. Yeah, just because just that's how the, the the schedule unfolded. We had you know both less than 72 hours after that game, and we got to go back and we have all these injuries to our team currently. We were playing like four or five teenagers, which was pretty wild, and ended up winning that game comfortably. Can Liverpool win the Premier League? They, they, we are currently in first. There's still a little over 10 games to go, and I've seen it too many times with Manchester City where you could be leading at this stage of the season, and then they just reel off you know, they, they dropped two points in their last 16 games to win the league by a point. I, I mean, it's happened to us multiple times. We play Manchester City at home, not this Sunday, but next Sunday. To me, if we don't win that game, even a draw, I don't think helps us ultimately. It, you've got to create enough of a separation with Manchester City to where they can't catch you. And to me, I, I, I don't. I feel comfortable playing anybody. I, like if if for the healthy team, I think we can play against anybody in the league. Now, do I think that ultimately the schedule load might catch up with us because we're still in every single competition available to us? Yes. Mm. But I think if we beat Manchester City next Sunday, our chances of winning the league go up exponentially. Is that blonde-haired guy with the ponytail, Holland, on Man City? Is he the best player right now in the Premier League? He's the best goal scorer. I, I still think when you say best overall player, I, to me it's either it's two of our guys. It's either Mo Salah or Virgil Van Dijk or Holland. I think any of those three are the correct answer. They're really good. So when's that game against against Man City and Liverpool? Uh, that'll be next Sunday, the tenth. Oh. And put it on NBC. Don't put it on the app. Make sure everyone can watch the game. Can we agree on this? Come on. You are preaching to the choir. <laughs> I, it's ridiculous. I just put it on NBC. It, there's nothing else going on, and that'd be a great game to watch. I went to the Orlando City match over the weekend, where it was zero zero. There are high expectations, 
for the Lions this year. I mean, they finished, what, second in the East last year, made a playoff run. What do you think of Orlando City, Jerry? I I think Eastern Conference Finals, I think, to me, is the expectation this year at the least. I don't want to put them in the MLS Cup or bust necessarily because they haven't done that yet. That's not, you know, and there's there are still some very good non-Inter-Miami teams in this league. But when you have the kind of season that Orlando did last year, and then by a stroke of luck, they keep Duncan McGuire, and then you add Nico Ladero, someone who has had a lot of individual and team success in this league, get him, and then you add a very good international player in Luis Muriel, who had success in Italy, has played in the Champions League, and had individual success there. You add that kind of talent to the team and add the fact that this is a fun office that has scouted talent very well and blended it into the roster very well, and there very rarely have been hiccups with this team. Yeah, this feels like the next step. Really, in the genesis of this team over the past five or so years, first it was, all right, just get into the playoffs. Yeah. Because that hadn't happened. And then it was, okay, can you keep doing it? Can you turn this team over year after year and keep them in it? Well, they're doing that now. I think it's, what, three or four years in a row? Now they've done that. The next step now is, all right, go win something. And whether that's, you know, getting to a cup final or getting to a conference final or, you know, being having the highest regular season point total. I mean, and I know they have a U.S. Open Cup. They, they've got that in there, and I, and I don't diminish that at all. But if you want to do something inside the league, this is the year to do it. I love Perea postgame on Saturday night. He's like, look, this is going to be a marathon. We're happy we got the point. We didn't play well. Zero zero is one point. And he's right. Cause look, it's, it's what February 29th. We're going to go into March. When's the playoffs in September and October? Jerry, it is a marathon. And, and not to mention they've had to do this around a couple of, uh, CONCACAF Champions League games. They had yeah. to go up to Canada. It was the last week. And then they had to balance this past weekend with the game that they were playing on Tuesday night. They had to keep that in mind. They had to see that tie out. So yeah, now you're 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 going to be juggling that for a while too. And once we get into June, you're going to have the U.S. Open Cup going on again. I'm sure they'll want to take that. To, well, I mean, provided we're in it this year, I I have no idea what's going to happen there. Yeah, that's fair. But it will be they will be playing on multiple fronts this year. Well, and we also have the the I forget what the name of it. The, the super they have that other league that they started last year with Liga MX. They're going to have to deal with that during July and August. So they're going to be facing multiple competitions, and you've got to be able to juggle this team. And, of course, the goal is to always win every single game you're playing. Is that realistic when you're in multiple competitions in a season that starts in February and goes through October? No. You have to be pragmatic about these things. Real quick, did you see where Team USA men are going to take on Brazil there at Camping World Stadium this summer? I mean, I don't know what the tickets are ultimately going to be for that sort of thing. I, I know it's not exactly going to be cheap because there's going to be a lot of demand for that, but I'd love to go. Yeah, yeah, we got to figure that out. That is going to be awesome. I Well, and not to mention, uh, Exporia, well, I can't say Exporia anymore, uh, Inter and Co. Stadium yeah. is going to host a couple of uh, Copa America games this summer, too. I think that might be worth checking out. Seeing Team USA there at the Orlando City Stadium is one of the coolest things I've ever been to in my life. It was amazing. I, I've i been to – I want to make sure – I want to go over this with you. I've been to a couple matches at Camping World Stadium. I remember going for Orlando City before they built the new stadium. I've been to 
Women's women's like Team USA women's kind of World Cup qualifier, which was awesome. I saw the Chelsea Arsenal game. Have you seen soccer at Camping World? I did see one Orlando City game there before they before they built the new stadium. I, it might have been year one or year two that yeah. I went. Yeah, it's fun. Um, and I and I saw uh, Team USA playing a uh, a Nations League game there last March. They I believe they played El Salvador. Saw that one. Yeah. We got to go this summer. Before I let you go, let's go to Florida Tech Athletics. You were there last night at the Clemente Center. The Billy Mims-led team, they lose by two to Eckerd. What happened last night, Jerry? Well, I mean, it's really just been the story of the season for the men. It, I mean, they can play with anybody in this league. Florida Southern's probably going to the NCAA tournament. They beat them earlier in the season. Nova Southeastern are the reigning national champions, and they're going to be in the mix for it again. Uh, not only did they beat them up here, but they played them right down to the final possession in, in Fort Lauderdale. Embry Riddle will probably be in the tournament. Both of their games with them went to overtime. When you look at, I think it's what, eight, seven or eight losses now, and you just think if they had flipped even half of them, they're in it right now. I mean, this season really does boil down to a handful of possessions where it's hey, if they had just gotten one more stop or one more basket or made one more free throw, this is a 20-win team right now. And that's it's really been a bittersweet season that it's turned into because I salute what Billy Mims, Joey James, and the coaching staff did. And, you know, you lost a big chunk of your team from last year having Seshawn Russell and Mekhi Noble graduate and Sean Howell transfers. And they immediately were just able to pack that right up. I mean, Rasan Edwards, Dave McCullough, all did a, a terrific job coming in this year as transfers and were able to fix that almost immediately. They blended Chase Thompson into the lineup, and he's taken a greater role. We all were wondering coming into this year, I think I even said, I think I came on with you the first week of the season, and it's just we don't know what they are yet. And to be able to turn this team around to where, will the record say that this team took a step back? Yeah. Do I think competitively they took a step back? Not really. I mean, they were right there. You look at the 23 team from last year, one or two games go differently. That team's probably in the NCAA tournament. They had a chance to be there again. And yet you can't help but look at some of those losses and think, man, one more stop or if one little stretch goes differently, we're in there. I mean, if they make two more free throws against Embry-Riddle, they sweep them. That, that's how close it was. And Embry Riddle, at the moment, is probably comfortably in the NCAA tournament. I mean, they were one or two shots away from sweeping Nova Southeastern, which if you had told me that before the season, I wouldn't have believed you. Yeah. So on the one hand, yeah, it's been great to see that this team has been able to stay competitive in the SSC, and yet it's hard not to feel like there could have been so much more with this group. Now, could they go on a run here? They're still going to be in the SSC tournament next week. Could they do that? I mean, they're going to be facing one of the heavy hitters in the first round. Is there a world that's not that crazy that they could win three games and get that automatic qualifier spot? I I think it's absolutely possible. It's just a shame that it's come to this. What other sports you got going on right now for Florida Tech? Well, all, uh, shout out last night to the women's basketball team who were down 25 points in the third quarter, came back and won for what is the, the, the biggest win of the year. And uh, certainly 
maybe the best win this decade that the women have had. Shout out to them. I, I want to make sure that that doesn't uh, go unmentioned. Uh, but baseball and softball have just started conference play. Uh, women's lacrosse will play their first official home game tomorrow night. They're playing a top 10 team in Regis. It's going to be the first official home game uh, for the new head coach, Kelsey Richardson, which we're very excited about. This is her first year. She was a former starting goalie for Syracuse last decade when they went to multiple national title games. So, I mean, her resume is very legit, and it's been interesting to watch her reshape this team and try to see if she can get Panther women's lacrosse back to where they were in 2017 and 18 and competing for national titles. Uh, the men will be playing this weekend at home as well against the good Concordia Irvine team. They've had a hellacious start to the schedule. I know their record says 0-4. They're a better team than that. They played three top ten teams in four games, and I would like to see anybody uh, go through that unscathed. So we're in the middle of that. We've got uh, the national championships coming up for swimming in a couple of weeks. We're going to have one representative for the men and women both going. So I think I was telling you at the start of this segment, we've still got about two or three weeks to go where things are really hectic here at Florida Tech. And then bonus for Jerry Durney. If EA Sports came to you and said, we'll give you $600 so you can be in college football 25 and a copy of the game, are you taking this offer? Well, of course I am. <laughs> Come on now. Do you want a physical or digital copy of the game? Uh, give me the physical. I'm, I'm old school that way, yeah. G- give me a physical copy. Do you think... This game is really going to come out, even though we've not seen any footage of the game. Well, I mean, I, I think the announcement and the video that they unveiled last week gives me a little more hope because, as your question is surmising, there was a stretch for about a month where I was thinking, did we get okie doped? Did they build this up to just say that they're not doing it? But I, I think this is happening now. I do wonder, the world of video games has very much changed between the last one in 14 and the one that we're about to get. Yes. I just hope they haven't touched it. I hope they haven't tried to integrate. And I know I'm not the only one who has, has said this, but like, if they try to introduce like VC and, and microtransaction, I, if they think they're being clever, if you think you're doing that, you're not. Does Denard Robinson, does he hate this? Because his his cover is so famous now. And that game costs like over $100 if you find it at a store. Talking about NCAA 14. I, I, on the contrary. Listen, he held us down for over a decade. I think his legacy is secure. <laughs> Do you I, mean, I, I think there are generations of, of, of men who have been able to keep playing the NCAA football game. They will never forget Denard Robinson. That was all we had for... 10 years. Do you own that copy of the game? I do not, but I I, I have held it at, at various points in time. But yeah, <laughs> trust me. If there's nothing, I mean, I will, I know Denard Robinson as a, a, a Michigan quarterback, the shoelaces, all of that. Yeah. But of course, I will also know that he was the last cover athlete for 10 years. That, that will never go away. Do you have a favorite NCAA game that you would play? It's probably got to be in the era when I was in high school, just because that's when I was playing it the most. Will you buy the new one then? I'm going to wait to see what everybody says. I mean, I think ultimately I'm going to get it because, you know, as I've said before, from the day that they said they're bringing it back, well, well, I'm going to create a dynasty program and I'm bringing Florida Tech football back. Listen, that, that, that's not negotiable. Am I going to get it day one? Probably not. I want to see what everybody's reviews are and go from there.
Those are great answers. He's my good friend, Jerry Durney, the reigning sports trivia challenge champion. My man, thanks for your help and good luck with everything over the next couple of weeks. Thanks as always, Mark. We'll do it again soon.